Welcome to Fast Cars, Fast Girls. We are your IndyCar experience. Well, we can finally call it season five, right? Now, season five starts with the Barber preview. Oh, that's okay. Okay, so this is the the last last episode episode of season four. Yes, episode 49. Okay, season four, episode 49, the last one of this season, and then we get started off on the new season. Yep. So... I don't know why we decided that. That's what we decided. That is what we decided. That is what so, we decided. Yep. First race of the year is the yeah first episode of our season, so I like it. Yeah. Well, like first indie, first indie car race, I I should say, because we don't <laughs> start it with the Rolex. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, well. Season preview. Season preview. So we're going to spend the last episode of season four talking all about what's about to happen this season in IndyCar. Yes. Yes. So. Teams, drivers, races. You know, for those of us who stay involved all season, what are some things you should watch out for? So. There definitely are. There definitely are. Well, where do you want to start? Yeah, let's just start with teams and drivers. We'll start with them, go through the races, and then finish it up talking about everything you should look out. Sounds good to me. Uh, and hopefully, hopefully, we shouldn't have any, I mean, I'm going to say this and jinx everything, but there shouldn't be any major changes now with, like, the driving lineup. Like, 500, yes, but other than that, no. Fingers crossed. We should be pretty set. Yeah. 500 is always still wonky about cars, but. Yeah. Because. You know, you just never know. There's always those last-minute entries, those yeah. surprises. There's a couple of spots that are kind of open, but kind of not. So it is what it is for the 500. I think, uh, I think last time I checked, we had 34 like hard entry, 34 hard entries, probably 35 easily, and. There's still rumors out there, so maybe even 36 cars. I mean, we're going to have bumping, I think. There, there will be bumping. There will be bumping. <laughs> Just who knows if we're ready for it. <laughs> I'm emotionally not ready. Nobody is. Like, we were all wanted it, and then we all realized what happened. Yeah, we then bumping. we all ate crow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no. Yeah. Uh, we should use the the oh no audio for whoever gets bumped. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> See that makes that makes it less um it that makes it the pain. It helps with the emotional pain, yeah. I'm yeah. like if we can make light of it, it makes it better. It helps with the pain deep deep inside. <laughs> Speaking of a team that may or may not have somebody bumped, that's right. I said it. Fight me. Yeah. Uh, going alphabetically, I guess uh, AJ Foyt Racing with Sebastian Morday and Dalton Kellett as their full-time rides. And Charlie Kimball uh, is a 500 ride, so they've given him a ride for the 500 as well. Heck yeah. There's a rumor about a fourth car, but I've not seen anything materialize. Um, and only Bordet and Kellett are uh, testing this week at the IMS. It's just an interesting lineup for them. It is. It is interesting. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't think Bourdais is necessarily going to have any problems. Um, no, I, I think, think Bourdais is solid think driver. Is. Yep. I think Kemble's going to do fine. He usually, I mean, he's solid mid-pack. Um, doesn't you? He's not usually on the bubble. No. <laughs> with, with bumping. Um, that's a drink. Yep. Um, Dalton Kellett, on the other hand, I just that's always been a strange. It's still a curious choice. Just, it is. I, it's just still a curious choice. I don't. It is. Who knows why it was made? I cannot peek into their minds. Money. Well, yeah. <laughs> trying to not sound that way, I guess. I mean, yeah. He's a great guy, though. I mean, he's very nice. Yes, absolutely, great personality. Not that great of a driver. He's just not. Yeah. So. Yeah, watch out for that. <laughs> then, of course, uh, alphabetically next is Andretti Autosport. Um, Herda, Ryan Hunter-Ray, Rossi, and Hinch, all with the full-time rides. And then Marco is doing a 
very limited season. In fact, he's only really talked about the 500. Um, yeah. But he did release that livery today, so that was fun. Yeah, it was. So, I don't know. It's This is going to be an interesting team because you've got drivers basically auditioning this year with um, Hunter Ray and Hinch. Um, I heard him moving from the Steinbrenner and Andretti Autosport right just to Andretti Autosport. It just, it's weird to me. Just seems weird. Very interesting. And there's been no talk of anything happening with the 88, which. But the I, thing so. is, like, Hinch is Hinch is in the 26, but the 26 is now the Andretti Steinbrenner Harding ride. Yeah. So that's what's even weirder about the 88. Is it just, just. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Or no, it's in the 29. I don't know. He was whatever. Um. Because it's the Cambridge one. But he's with the Steinbrenner Andretti Autosport ride. Yeah. So, so yeah. Which is a shame, because I enjoyed seeing a number 88 out there. It's one of the numbers I like. I don't know. Who knows? I just, it's very strange. Very strange. Indeed. So, yeah. Which, yeah, no mention of my carding, so. Oh, that's also interesting. It is. Which we we go off on a whole theory of the as whole to what. line there, but but we won't. We'll stay on subject. <laughs> All right, and I believe alphabetically next up. Speaking of teams that don't always get their cars into the big dance, mm-hmm. Arrow McLaren SP. Arrow McLaren SP with Pato Award, Felix Rosenquist being their two full time drivers. Then Juan will be their 500 driver. Juan will be fielding a car with them for the 500. I I think that Juan first off, I love that Juan is back. Right. Like, um, preface this. All excited. Right. It's like when it's election year, um, you know, and, and S, you know the cast of SNL is just like, oh shit, yes, it's an election year. That's exactly. how I feel about Juan being back. Like, good or bad, it's going to be amazing entertainment. Exactly. Like, I'm so excited for the memes we're going to make and for the drama. Because Juan is a prima donna. He's a diva. And, I mean, and you know what? I'm I'm high maintenance as well. So, no judgment, Juan. You live your little diva life. But he is exactly what Zach Brown deserves. Because Zach Brown is also a diva. And I am so here for this interaction in May. It's gonna be just interesting because like his last full-time season was 2016 and so he did may like just the month of may for the years 2017 and 2018 so it's it's been a minute i mean he tested the new chassis but like that was it and then yeah i imagine you know what let's just all Let's just all say a quick prayer for the crew for Juan because that's going to be a whole thing. It's going to be a whole thing. And I'm I'm sorry, whoever you end up being. I don't know what you did, but, well, there you are. Limit on Zach Brown. Yeah, there you go. So oh. it's interesting with, you know, obviously I think Rosenquist moved over because he was feeling the long stretch of Dixon's shadow. So he's like, cool, I'm a jumped jump so we jumped arrow i just i don't know how he and Pato will get along they're they're interesting personalities and like awards not officially one of those like contract drivers but i kind of feel like he's turning into one for arrow so mm-hmm. I, you know i think if push comes to shove they're gonna go with award and not rosenquist so that'll be i agree interesting well and you know zach brown is no stranger to quote-unquote team orders or team decisions Uh, and so i think if the choices between you know if it's those two cars even though we aren't allowed team orders in indycar quote-unquote um yeah ask felix rosenquist how he feels about that um yeah i think i think he might end up in a similar situation like you said because pato's kind of their their contract driver yeah Uh, so i hope that Rosenquist doesn't doesn't regret his his hop. Um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. So, but yeah, I 
would really love to see their personalities at play. Um, I mean, some of the videos that like Schmidt Peterson used to do were hysterical. Um, but and Pato's funny guy. Um, Rosenquist is is it's not that, really super outgoing. It's that Swedish, it's like, that, like dark, subtle humor, which is fine, but that it's hard to play. Yeah, it's it doesn't necessarily play well in a big crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I would I would like to be be a fly on the wall as like Pato and Rosenquist try to joke with each other and get to know each other because I just feel like it's gonna be super awkward. Yeah, and then will that translate onto the track and, you know, sharing of information? So it's going to be an interesting dynamic. It will be. I feel like when it's about business, it'll be fine. But I feel like the, like, getting to know each other is just going to, I don't know, just give you that knot in your stomach. Like, when you're watching a comedy that's, like, just stupid humor, Mm -hmm. you know, and... There's like something coming up that you can see, you know, five miles away, and you're like, oh, it's you feel awkward for the characters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah we'll see on that one. We shall see. Um, then it's Carlin with Chilton. We know road and street courses, and and he does run the 500, and he's testing for them. Um, no word on if the team will even field the car for ovals. Yeah. Not heard anything on that, which is interesting, because they did um, Connor last year, and they did, and they polled. I mean, they had good success, but I'm wondering if, you know, they're like, yeah, it's not worth it. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Connor drove the shit out of the 59 last year on ovals. Mm-hmm. No, he so. he plays well. They mm-hmm. polled in Iowa. Mm-hmm. So, so I don't know. I'm surprised that they <clears throat> have not tried to redo that partnership. I mean, maybe they have. Um, but I'm surprised that, yeah, that that's not, ha- that hasn't been announced as happening again. Cause I feel like that worked out very well for Carlin. It did. I'm just wondering if they don't have the funding for it. It's possible. That would be my thought. And if at that point they're like, well, we can fund the road and street courses. So that's, and the 500, that's what we'll focus on. Yeah. And I mean, Connor might ask more money this year because, well, he did a good job. So, he did a yeah. good job. He got them a poll. I mean. He did all kinds of good things, so, I mean, he would deserve a raise, I would think. He would, yeah. I'm not saying it would be unfounded. No. I mean, his performance shows that he's worthy of a raise. I would say he's earned it. <clears throat> so, but we shall see if they add in an oval driver or not. Yeah. Well, there just first, aren't that... I think. <clears throat> right. Well, there just aren't that many ovals this year either, so they're not taking a huge hit as far as races they're not participating in that's true <clears throat> so unfortunately there's not more ovals yeah huh. oh who we got next chip ganassi racing with of course scott dixon scotty d marcus erickson's back and then alex pillow who jumped from uh dale coin racing and then the shared ride with tony Kanan, who's doing the ovals and Jimmy Johnson, who's doing the road and street courses. You know, I don't know how that how that duo is going to place, but I feel like they're going to be the most fun rideshare. It they may it's just the most interesting rideshare. It, it really is, right? I would not have put them together, but now I'm intrigued. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like it will work, and it's just it's it's um it's just an interesting lineup for this team. I mean, obviously it's Chip Ganassi Racing, so essentially it's just Scott Dixon and whoever else can fill a car. Um, truthfully, I mean, pretty it's, much. You know, when I, they were a four-person four-car team, and then in 2018 they're like, "Hey, we can't do four cars. We're going to go down to two cars. Cool." Then they went to three cars, and now we're back to four. And I'm like, what? Did we? Was that? Well, he wanted a rebuilding of sorts. Yeah, but it was also they couldn't handle all four. They only wanted to do two. I know. Then we went straight up to four with drivers who are not cheap in here. And Tony Kanaan coming back. Yeah. um, Well, but, you know, they also dropped their IMSA program. So 
I think that's that's why they went to three, right? Because they wanted to. No, they went to. They went from four to two because they couldn't support a four car IndyCar team. No, I'm saying when they increased back to three. No, they did IMSA when they went to three. Oh, okay. Well, never mind then. But, but yeah, no, because the the last year that they did four was the why can't I learn? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. They he made Tony Kanaan not bitch. finish. <laughs> yeah, they made Tony Kanaan not finish the race. He was shitty. Uh, that was that was Gateway. That was an exciting race to be listening to the radio. Uh, yeah, that was an interesting race to be listening to the radio. Oh goodness. <laughs> Oh, and sadly, we weren't even watching it together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was good stuff. Oh. So, I mean, I think that we're going to, I mean, obviously, Scotty D is going to do well. I think that Marcus Erickson is going to continue to do well. Um, yeah, he had a good season. He did. He did. I'm excited for Polo. Um, I mean, you know, he was my rookie last year. Um, and so I'm excited to see what he does in some Ganassi equipment. I definitely think moving from Dale Coyne to Ganassi was a big step up for him, so I do expect a lot out of him. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, I believe Chip expects a lot out of him as well. I mean, it's Chip, so that just goes without saying. Yeah. Chip likes winners. Yep. That's that's, that's it. I mean, it, we ain't joking when we say that, people. <laughs> no, and neither is Chip. Nope. <laughs> he, he could not be more serious about anything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh. Our little Al Pacino, our IndyCar Al Pacino. IndyCar Al. <laughs> oh, all right. What team we got next? Uh, Dale Coyne Racing. It's Pietro Fittipaldi doing the ovals, the rideshare with Romain Grosjean doing the road and street courses, Ed Jones, and it appears um, that Cody Ware may also be doing a 500 ride with Dale Coyne, and this just. Oh. I saw a little bit about that on uh, Just, the uh, Twitterverse. Yeah, he's testing, so we'll see. Um, yeah. Just <clears throat> always an interesting mix with this team. It is always an interesting mix. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I think it's, I think it's interesting. Well, and Ed, jo- Ed Jones is the Dale Coin, and but it's the card that has the partnership with Vassar Sullivan. Yeah, so well. Ed's in the Vassar Sullivan partnership, Fittipaldi and Gross John are in the Wick, Rick Ware Racing partnership. So, well, Ed Jones, I mean, <clears throat> we've talked about him many times. He's been in and out of the series, so I hope that this is a good fit for him. Yeah. I'm, yeah, and, I'm and oh god. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, and then with the Fittipaldi Grosjean, I mean, Pietro raced in 18 with, with Dale Coyne before he broke his legs at Spa. Um, kind of a, like a weird, like, universe turn of events. He actually replaced Grosjean at Haas after he had the fiery crash at um, Saker. Oh, yeah. So it's just, it's like a strange overlap between Fittipaldi and, and Romain. That one is. of those weird things. Strange overlap. Mm-hmm. Like, and then Lincoln had a secretary named oh. Kennedy. Kennedy had Kennedy a secretary, had named... secretary named Lincoln. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. It's almost like they were destined to be on a team together. Mm-hmm. It does feel that way. It does. So, well, since they have so many shared experiences, I feel like that's going to be helpful to them as far as sharing information on the car. Yeah, I just. I don't know how much information they're going to share between each other, one doing only ovals and one doing road and street courses. I mean, true, but, but yeah. Well, I feel like um, Pietro will probably have more to offer as far as, like, indie cars on road and street. Like, maybe just some, like, helpful hints that, that he has picked up in his short time prior to. Yeah. But, but, yeah, it'll be interesting. Um. Yeah, I I'm excited to see how they do. Just because, sure. yeah, it's a rideshare that doesn't have experienced drivers. I mean, experienced as in IndyCar experience, IndyCar but experience. you know, yeah, like I mean, they are experienced drivers. Yeah. Yeah, I think Rose John is eight, nine years in F1. 
nine years in F1. Yeah. So, no, I didn't so mean... It's like a weird... Yeah, no, no. A bit like it's no IndyCar experience. So, so that's yeah. what makes it so, like, wonky. Yeah. Yeah. So, and they're the only rideshare that, yeah, does not have at least one veteran IndyCar driver. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they do. Yep. Up next is the team who actually wins 100% as far as consistency. That's uh, Ed Carpenter Racing because Ed... Of course. And he's back with his road and street course buddy, Connor and Rena's like, there was no changes to Ed Carpenter racing this year. <laughs> right. Got to the end yeah. of the year and he was like, I mean, is it 2021 yet? But yeah. also I'm really happy with this lineup. Let's mm-hmm. do it again, boys. He was like, Hey, I'd like to be 2021 and nobody changed. Okay. 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 Connor. Yes. You can get a new haircut <laughs> or, or don't for a while. Let that mullet grow, baby. Well, I meant like, Connor cut the mullet now. Oh. <laughs> he was like, oh, you want a mullet? That's fine. You can have a mullet. I don't care. Yes, you can dye your hair. <laughs> fine. Just not a weird color for picture day. <laughs> right. It's okay. We've all done things to our hair in the last year. It's the pandemic. It's allowed. I almost got a perm. Oh. I know. Beth talked me out of it. Good. Thank God for sisters. She also told me she was pretty sure that with the amount of bleach I put on my head that if we put perm solution on that I'd be bald. So. Ooh. Yeah. She was like, are are you high? No, you can't get a perm. <laughs> she was like, I mean, here's what may happen. <laughs> she was like, your hair can't handle that. We, we are pushing it to the limits as it is. <laughs> like, lady, an open flame near your hair. <laughs> right. Oh, if there was one black light within a half mile radius, like my head would glow like the moon. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's been a fun year for hair. Yep. Oh, so I'm excited for Renus. I think that this is going to be a real breakout year for him. I agree. I think this is, you know, he's gotten that first year under his belt and he is, he knows what to do. He knows what to do. So I'm here for it. Oh, I hope his parents are here just as much as they were last year because they're fantastic in the stands. They're just genuinely excited and it's good to see. It's great to see. It really is. Like, oh, they make me want to learn how to speak Dutch. I mean, probably we won't, but we won't. Yeah, but they make me want to learn at least a few phrases like congrats or I don't know way to go like yeah just something so that like when I see them I can say my one phrase that I know I'm sure we can google it too right I'm I'm positive we can like I actually I have I have multiple language apps on my phone it's it's I'm I'm making it out to be harder than it is (laughs) it would not take just ask Siri it's okay yeah Siri how do you say uh, but yeah, and then of course, you know, we always love hometown, hometown heroes at Carpenter and Connor Daly. Yeah, we always, we always want the twenty to do well. <laughs> Goes without saying, almost. Right, like I'll take the twenty every day and twice on Sundays. On Sundays, there you go. <laughs> uh, then it's Meyer Shank Racing, which naturally Jack Harvey is back, and then. Elio Castroneves is joining them in 2017, or 2017, goodness gracious, in 2021, and uh, I just, it's still random to me. Like, uh, Elio's a great driver, but as I slipped up, uh, 2017 was his last full season. He's done the May since then, but like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Elio, with Meyer Shank Racing, alrighty. Yeah. Bold choice, Cotton. Let's see if it works out for him. Uh, I'm just going to watch and see how this goes. That's that's really it. How How yeah. is this going to work out? Let's see. I mean, I'm excited, and I'll tell you what. If we could get Alio with the rest of Meyer Shank Racing back to one of our uh, unplugged events, I would love that. That would be amazing. Because, well, and I feel like Alio's vibe is going to get along really well with Mike Shank. Yeah. No, I, I think he'll fit in with the team. I think he'll, you know, he has, you know, great experience with the team. It just, I don't think I ever would have said like, oh yeah, Elio's driving for Meyer Shank Racing and not have ended that 
in this weird dream I had where I must not eat cheese before, you know, after 10 yes. p.m. Anyway. Yeah, where, where I should not order Chinese food when, yeah. Um, I, I, I'm i with you there. It, it, it was an odd choice, but I feel like financially it's going to be a good choice because he has a ton of fans. And so I think it's going to bring more eyes and attention to the Meyer Shank team. And I also think it's going to sell some merch. Oh, hell yeah. That merch is going to be tight. And also, if anybody oh, can wear pink confidently, like it's Elio Castroneves, he's going to look fantastic. Oh, yeah. Because it's that nice hot pink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It'll be good. Um, so Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan is next. And they nearly were 100% consistent as well because they will have Graham and Sato. But they just announced Monday that uh, Santino Ferrucci will be driving for them in the 500. Um, this is normally the seat that like Spencer Pickett's driven the last couple of weeks. I know. So. I was like, Spig. No. I know. Um, so like Gray Holland and Sato, you know, the ver- I just that's a good partnership. And I know it's only for the month of May, but like throwing Ferrucci into that mix, I'm like, mm, mm. don't. Mm, I don't know how this is going to happen. I don't feel like Ray Hall and Ferrucci are simpatico. I, I just know. I feel in my soul <laughs> that like when Ray Hall found out that he was like, that like I'm sure that there was a text to his, I mean, I'm like, like I would, there's just a text to the dad, like, for real? Is this a joke? Is this April Fool's? Is this a late April Fool's joke? Yeah. Like, Dad, are you serious right now? I'm sorry I haven't called recently, but please don't hire Santino is what happened. <laughs> oh. Well, and Santino's kind of a fast talker, so I don't think there's going to be any issues with Sato because I think Sato's just not going to understand him. He's just... I mean, like, or he just whatever he said, not understand him and just be like, I don't know, I can't understand him. Yeah, so I was just going to be like, don't want to. okay, and just like go back to what he's doing. Okay. Do his own thing. <laughs> <laughs> Graham, on the other hand, yeah. Oh. oh I believe yeah, it's just a fair amount of shit talking on iRacing last season. Yeah, that's it. Like, I, and I know iRacing is iRacing and this is different, but like, I just don't see those two getting along. Thank God it's only for a month, I guess. Well, and I'm just saying a lot of the shit talking that happened about other drivers that, you know, maybe one offs or whatever was actually how those people felt about them. So even though it was a game, the words were not jokes. Sure. Sure, sure. (laughs) So, yeah, that'll be that'll be an interesting dynamic. Silly Mike slipped on me. And then finally, alphabetically only, is uh, Team Pinsky, of course, bringing back Joseph Newgarden, Will Power, and Simon Pagano. And they will be adding Scott McLaughlin, um, which who was technically supposed to, like, drive for them in 2020, but, you, you know, COVID. COVID happened. COVID. And so now they're, um, they're a full-car team. Four-car. Mm, four-car team for the full season. Goodness. And they're using uh, Alio's old Pennzoil livery for for McLaughlin. Ah, yeah, the, one of the main sponsors for him is going to be Pennzoil, which is going to be interesting. It is. So they're going to have the two two yellow cars: the Menards yellow and the Pennzoil yellow. Thankfully, they are different shades of yellow. <laughs> they are. They are indeed. the The Menards is more of a neon yellow, um, whereas the Pennzoil is see from miles away. Yeah, outer space. Yep. Um, the Pennzoil one is like a yellow, yellow with a hint of school bus. Yes, that's really it. It is a school bus yellow. Let's just call it. <laughs> yeah, it's close. It's fine, right? But if we were judging yellows, it's yeah. a school bus yellow. It's okay. yep, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Fun fact: that's like a whole thing. There are actually the regulations about the color of school buses. This is what you learn when you work for the Department of Ed for a little bit. No shit. Mm-hmm. Like there are a lot of regulations about like sizes and colors. It's a why the colors? Well, technically, it's because usually they get a good discount from a place, and so they want them all to look uniform and 
the whole thing. Also, I wonder if it was about like visibility or like, you know, that people notice it more because I mean, that's why fire trucks are red is because the human eye is naturally drawn to red. And I think like the yellow is, but I think like visibility and familiarity is also why they try and stay with the same yellow kind of throughout. That makes sense. I just didn't know there were regulations on it. That's hilarious. I got bored one day. Fine. What happens? I love it. I'm here for it. Hmm. Uh, well, Scott did race in one race last year. Yeah, he did the Grand Prix of St. Pete. I was like, wait, there was a lot of Grand Prix helicopters. Yep. Grand Prix of St. Pete, GPSP, and did not do that great. So here's hoping for a better season for Scott this year. I feel like he's really like trying this year. Like last year, I get it. Like COVID. You know, it's the sure. mulligan, COVID. It's fine. We'll yeah, see. we all get a do-over. Fine. Cool. Let's just all pretend 2020 didn't happen. I'm here for it. Yeah. Does that mean that we get to be a year younger, too? Yeah, why not? Okay. <laughs> okay, I mean, yes. Why not, indeed? Oh. <laughs> uh, I mean, Sorry. just like Chip Ganassi, we expect Team Penske to do well. Yeah. I... Penske. It's Penske. Yep. Oh. Well, let's move on to the races. So those are all the teams and drivers on to the races, which, thanks to the COVID, later start this year. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, normally we would have already, we would have been in St. Pete a month ago. Yeah. Um, But instead, we have to wait two, yeah, about two more weeks before we head to Roughly. Right? It's um, really not that much farther. I mean, it's not that. I mean, it's two weeks from yesterday is when I fly out. Two weeks tomorrow for me. So, which just hit me, and I was like, damn, I got to start going to the tanning bed on a more regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But before St. Pete, it's um, the Grand Prix of Alabama. Barber. Barber, which uh, was not held last year because of said COVID. They are holding it, holding it this year. And from what I have read, it is pretty darn close to sellout. Yeah, I think people are very excited to go. Um, I, spe- I mean, and that race has a lot of annual visitors. And yes. so the fact that it didn't happen last year, I think it's going to... Yeah, I think I think that that's a theme that we're going to see a lot of IndyCar races because since things changed, there were a lot of people that weren't able to go or didn't go because, you know, of the crowds, etc. So I think that the, you know, it's almost a sellout is going to be something that we hear quite a lot this season. I would not be surprised. Not in the least. Not in the least. And then the week yeah, after, it's... Yeah, I'm, it will never not be funny to us. So, best of you. <laughs> After uh, the Grand Prix of Alabama at Barber, next weekend, of course, as we've already chatted about, is the Firestone GP of St. Petersburg. Um, Hell so yeah. That's exciting. Track building's already started, so they are having fans. So that's good. Yay! Woohoo! Yeah, we are very excited about that. Um, yes. I think they're letting in 20,000 people per day. Yeah, Something I think it's similar lines. to what they did to, uh, in October of last year. Yeah. yeah, which still was a lot of people. Yeah, it was still pretty, you know, sizable crowd. So it was a sizable crowd, um, and we had a hell of a time. Yep, we had a great time. Then we start the month of May, not in Indy, but with the double header at Texas with the Genesis 300 and the Expel 300, two races. Two different race sponsors. Two races, two sponsors. Okay. I see what yeah. you did there. I I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I meant just you know, Texas. Yeah, but people. having two different sponsors. I mean, I'm not mad at that. Like, go for it. Yeah. Get, get your money. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. We don't care where the money comes from. Yeah. Money's money. It could be the, you know, hookers and Coke 300 and be like, I mean, hookers I'm still going to go. Yeah. <laughs> Hookers and Blow 300. Oh, I'm definitely going to that. <laughs> the trophy's going to be amazing. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> the GI Joes and Barbie Hoes 400. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, though, um, it does kind of, from the testing, I don't know if we're going to have great races again this year. I know. That um, compound from last year is still, still fucking but- shut up. It's still there, and it the high lanes are just still not really coming in. So, yeah. God, I hope we don't have boring doubleheaders at Texas back to back because Texas. Yeah, I don't, I don't want that because I love Texas. I wish we could go this year, but we can't. Yeah. Dear IndyCar. Please quit scheduling other things in May. I feel we, like we've already had this discussion, IndyCar. <laughs> First off, we have already had this discussion. And so now this is the second time we're telling you. Stop don't make it. it the third time. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't tell anybody anything three times. <laughs> <laughs> but after May, we are in Indy for the GMR Grand Prix on the 15th. And, of course, the 500 on the 30th. Hell yeah. And look, everybody, yes, we know. They are not allowing people at the testing this week. That doesn't unequivocally mean that there will not be fans at the IMS. In fact, like, everybody is, and not just like Penske, but like Mary County Health Department, like, everybody's like, there will be fans. Now, I don't know if it'll be a, like, sellout, but, y'all. There will be fans. Take a breath. Stop, like... Stop it, Chicken Littles. That's what I wanted to say. Stop it, yeah. Chicken Littles. Yeah. Like, let's let's stop with the alarmism. Let's just let like, things happen. Have we learned nothing from 2020? Yeah. Uh, nothing can be trusted. So just like take a breath. Just don't read. Moment. Don't read too much into things. Right. Stop right. with the wild conspiracy theories, please. <laughs> Please. <laughs> we say uh, this with love. Kind of. Kind of. Uh, but yes. What is nice is that after the 500, they actually give the teams a little bit of a break. Um, and so Detroit is now not until the 12th and the 13th of June. Oh, that is very nice for the IndyCar teams. It is. Um it was not held in 2020. Oh, Michigan's a shit show, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we shall see what happens. Um, it is June. a bit of a shit show right now. Um, June's a couple of months out. You know what? We're just going to see. We're just we got time. See. We got time we for people to get vaccinated and for all those strains up there to just... Calm the, calm the asses. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> calm the asses down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, especially because I think they've got the strains that, like, attack our age group. And yeah. I'm cool. I've already had COVID. I'm about like, to I don't, I don't want another one. Oh. I thought you meant you would still have the antibodies and you good. I was like, wait, no. No. With the mutations? No, I don't, I don't trust my antibodies. Nope. Sure don't. I'm like, no, I don't want to have a second form of COVID that is specifically worse to my age group. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thanks. The first uh, time around was fun enough. Mm-hmm. And of course, we do in June on the 20th, so June 20th at the Rev Group Grand Prix at Road America. Yay! Heck yes, and we will be there. And Ooh. exciting for us personally, it will be the first time we use our new tent that we bought last yes. year. It's <laughs> just <laughs> sitting in my garage since August. Uh, I felt like maybe you even bought it in July. I think I might have. So it it it. Yeah, because yeah. it was before the before they moved to Mid Ohio. That's right. I went. I was like, I'm gonna buy it and watch the move, and I bought it, and then they moved it. Yeah. Uh huh. So and we it, didn't get to use it. No. It's just sitting there. It and it's a little rain. It's just not even taken out of the box. Well, I mean, it's out of the box, but like not even unzipped. Right. Like it still is just perfectly inside the bag it came in it'll never look that nice again no i should just take a couple of pictures <laughs> right just for posterity 
What I'm strangely excited about is the Honda, the Mid-Ohio race, because it's over the 4th of July weekend. And, like, I just, I'm going to need me some fireworks. Yes. And, like, the Midwest, it just feels like the, the right place to be for the 4th of July. I mean, it's what I'm used to. I mean, I suppose, like, you know, the capital, if you were going to travel somewhere, like, further sure. away. Sure. Um, but... We know how to do Fourth of July in the Midwest. I'm just gonna like, say it. We are blowing shit up and throwing food on the fire to cook it, and there is always good beer. And that's the Fourth of July, okay? Yeah. That's how we celebrate America. And one person who brings a potato salad and does not bring an ice basin for it to sit in all day, so it just bakes in the sun, and by the end of the day, you're risking your own life by eating it. And then everybody's watching it, cause you. You know some drunk idiot's going to eat it, and that's when you go, He's going to eat it. They ate it. They ate it. Uh, and then uh, July 11th, Honda Indy in Toronto. I'm going to be uh, real with everybody. Mm. I wouldn't put money on that race. Mm, I don't know about all that. I don't know about all that. Uh, and then we get some newer races. So August 8th, the Music City Grand Prix, which obviously, please go back and if you haven't, you should. We interviewed the COO like two weeks ago. Yeah, Jason Rittenberry, and he told us all about some of the fun things that are going on. Pretty exciting. You should all listen to it. And then August 14th is the road course at IMS. This is the double header with NASCAR. So we'll see how that works out. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited for it. That'd be good. I mean, NASCAR is using a lot of the road, um, the road course, too, and they're kind of more exciting on that road course. They are, so it'll be, yeah, I think it'll be a fun weekend. I hope um, I hope we have a good amount of out-of-town friends that come in for that one, too, just because, yeah. yeah, it's always a good time to be with friends at the IMS. Always. Always. <laughs> always, um, always. Yeah, 21st of August, of course, Bomberito. Then get a couple of weeks, and then it's September 12th is the Grand Prix of Portland. Did not get held last, uh, last year, but it Probably will go this. Yeah, it'll go this year. They're looking good. Um, then the next weeks, then it's just like bang, bang, bang. September nineteenth is the Firestone Grand Prix of Monterey. Again, also not held in twenty twenty. And we end the season at Long Beach on September twenty sixth. So, counting like double headers, each is one race, seven road courses, six street races, and four oval races. Not a bad lineup. Not a bad lineup. I mean, honestly, if we had like one or two ovals, that would be cool. And if for some reason, like Toronto doesn't happen, there is discussion of adding another race. So like maybe add an oval, guys. I don't Fingers know how cross. to be done. I think if anything, they would just make something a double header. Yeah. I was like, add another. I'm just going to make a double header. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although there was mention of, you know, running a race at a, different course like a a new different course but yeah but that uh yeah that's a whole thing that's a whole thing so but yeah that's okay i enjoyed the double headers like if they wanted to add a double they were fun if they wanted to add a double header to our mid ohio weekend this year i'd be fine with that it'd be a great race to add a double header on honestly right um yeah i think that is the race to do it on yeah i think so because it's, I mean, having it at, at Road America last year is great, but Road America is a longer track, so like, it all has a good length for a doubleheader. It is, it is, yeah. Road America is a little too long and of a, of a track, I think, for for a doubleheader. It was fun last year because yeah. it was two very different races. Uh, which that's, I mean, that's kind of the cool part about the doubleheaders that they're two wildly different races on the same course. So, like, every single place was that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. So, yeah, fantastic. Well, and we're going to get to go to Monterey for the first time this year. I know. Very excited about that. Um, We're going back to Long Beach. (laughs) Going back to Long Beach. I know I said it would never happen. Uh, (laughs) But it's happening. It is. Um, And as a matter of fact... Um, both Monterey and Long Beach 
And if you listen to the Music City Grand Prix, um, you know that there's a travel package to go there and to St. Pete, and then also both of the California races. So, again, if you want to feel a little fancy, those are good races to check out with uh, sportsandentertainmenttravel.com. Also, Nashville and Road America, and they're doing one at the IMS. They are. They are indeed. So, a couple different races that that you could uh, buy that package for. Yep. Just make sure that you told them the Fast Cars Fast Girls sent you. (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Uh, Which, actually, we do have more information about that on our website at www.fastcarsfastgirls.com, and you can link to all of our social media from there. Uh, Molly has a wonderful blog. I do not. Um, but we are on all the socials and we are available anywhere that at you all can the medias. at all the medias, all the <laughs> socials, all the medias, all of the internets. Yep. Um, and we are available anywhere that you want to listen to podcasts. Um, and if you find one that we're not on, let us know. We'll rectify that. Yeah. And while you're there, make sure to subscribe, rate and review, give us a like, share us with your friends. We'd appreciate it. We would. Thank you. <laughs> Well, all right. Uh, last up, uh, kind of some things you're watching for. So, what are you what are you gonna be paying attention to this year? So, as far as like broad storylines, I mean, I think that there's <clears throat> obviously we expect Scotty D to make another championship run. Um, mm-hmm. So he can't, you know, he's gonna be on a team with Jimmy Johnson, and he's gonna be like, all right, seven time, let's let's see what's up. Um, so that goes without saying. Same for Joseph Newgarden. Um, I mean, he's always going to be trying for a championship run. But I think the other storylines are going to be our two favorite drivers, Alexander Rossi, because for you, um, <clears throat> he has been so very close. Like, he's been on that path so many times and then just had wonky shit happen that mm-hmm. screwed up his points. And, you know, like Mike Ford said, with my favorite driver, Simon Pagano, he'll have an off year and then a good year and then an off year and then a good year. And so this is his year to have a good year. And I think that he really wants to prove himself by getting a second championship. Yeah, Uh, I agree. Yeah. yeah, So I think that those are going to be two drivers that are just like going to be in in your rearview mirror all season Mm -hmm. long. If they aren't in front of you, they're going to be right on your ass in your rearview mirror. So watch out. Watch out. No, I, I agree. Um, also, I think we, we have perhaps one of the most non-rookie rookie class. Now, technically, you know, you're a rookie if you've not participated in four races in one season or eight in your total career, but IndyCar races. But like, So that means Jimmy Johnson, Romain Grosjean, you know, seven-time NASCAR, Grosjean, nine seasons in Formula One, McLaughlin's a three-time champion in Australian supercars. Also, Pietro Fittipaldi, who is, I think, like the most rookie out of the bunch. Um, yeah. Like, it's just a lot of non-rookie rookies, and so it's going to be interesting. It yeah. is, well, because we didn't have any lights last year, so there was no lights champion that got a guaranteed number of races, etc. Yeah. Um, and so we don't really have um, a younger class kind of that has graduated and stepped up since that was kind of put on pause. So... It yeah. is a very non-rookie rookie. <laughs> it's a non-rookie rookie class. Um, yeah. I think similarly to seeing Scott make a run, I think the the question is who can stop Scott? Because if you really think about it, the big teams like Pinsky and Andretti have put good drivers and good cars together, and they've had success, but not this consistent success in stopping him. So yes. it's not only like watch Scott, but it's also like who can stop him. Also switching from Chip Ganassi to, to Arrow, I think just watching Rosenquist and seeing if getting out from underneath Scott's shadow, and I mean that in respect to Scott, right? I don't think Scott's, you know, making them go get his laundry. I mean, maybe. That's a, I mean, it's a baller move, and I would, I would, I wouldn't put a, like, yes, power about you. It's a power move. Yeah. Like, will that change something for Felix? Because, I mean, he's a solid driver, and he, he has had some definite flashes of brilliance. So maybe maybe he'll be able to stretch his legs a little bit more, and we'll yeah. see some really great runs from him. I mean, I, I would imagine so, or maybe not. Like, I don't want to say it that way, or maybe not, but perhaps it is like, wow, well, 
So I think that'll just be interesting to watch. Um, I think finally it's just going to be interesting and weird and you're going to just have those moments where you stare at your TV to see two known Penske drivers and non-Penske teams with Castro Nevis with Meyer Shank and then Juan coming in for May at Arrow. Mm -hmm. Elio's a hell of a driver. He is. Will that translate into Meyer Shank? Like, will that translate into another team? So... Yeah, that's going to be a couple of other things to watch. I mean, all in all, it's going to be an amazing season, though. It is. Uh, it is going to be an amazing season. <clears throat> so excited. Yeah. Oof. I got to start like pulling shit out and figuring out what I need. Or I know I got to start the uh, yeah the packing and the the checkered the laundry. Amazon cart. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, we got to get that that neck band that Jocelyn has. I mean, maybe probably not for St. Pete. Not for St. Pete? Do you not recall how hot it was? That was like September, October hot in Florida. I feel like April hot's a different hot. Yeah, it's like spring break in high school hot. It's hot. I don't remember spring break in high school. I mean, don't bring a fan. Don't bring a fan. But you ain't using mine. I I never use yours. No, you don't. (laughs) Oh, no, it's going to be good, and I'm excited. And it just – I know we're starting with the Higpa race and uh, and Barber, but – and that'll be so great to watch um, yeah. from from home. But then Monday, that Monday following the race, when I fly to St. Pete, that is when it is truly going to feel like we are in this season. Yes, let's go. Yep, absolutely. Oh. I'm I'm like already in track mode mentally. <laughs> well, there is also testing coming. There up. is testing this week. So, yeah. So that's true. That'll just get us even more jazzed up. And don't worry for those of you who can't be there. We'll do some videos throughout the day. Keep you guys posted. Take some cool photos. Yep. All that jazz. Of course, we cannot just broadcast a live stream. That is not allowed. No. We gotta Sorry, guys. play by the rules. We do. It will be available on Peacock, though. Yep. And if you sign up now, and I did it, and it's true, it's like $10 for four months. Oh, no kidding. Yes. I we I just, um, Bree from Ed Carpenter Racing put something up, and I was like, no shit. So I retweeted it, and it's true. Heck, yes. There you go. Yeah. So normally I think it's $4.99 a month. So that's about a 50% savings. Yeah. Well done. Thank you, Bree. Yeah, I was like, doing the Lord's work. All right. Yeah, you are a treasure. Mm-hmm. You are a treasure. Whatever Ed's paying you, it's not enough. <laughs> not enough. No. <laughs> oh. All right, well, I think we should white flag it. What do you got? Um, I feel like we just white flagged it, really. <laughs> I know. I feel like we just white flagged it without white flagging it. So yep. I'm just, yep, I'm just giddy and excited. I think <laughs> that's just my white flag. I'm giddy and excited, and I know that there's going to be so many more storylines to come as the season, you know, goes on. And yeah, just just another exciting year for IndyCar and another exciting year for Fast Cars, Fast Girls. Going to be a lot of fun. Going to be a it lot is. of fun. It is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Just wait checkered then. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for listening. Bye.